This episode is filled with 40 awesome ideas of things to do to celebrate love and Valentine's Day this year. I'm breaking them down into four categories to make it easy. Things to do with your romantic partner, things to do with your girlfriends, things to do with your kids, and things to do at school in your kids' classes. The goal of this podcast is to give you ideas to make special moments with your people that aren't too complicated and also aren't cheesy, but special and memorable and all about love. This is your go-to guide this year for all things love and romance around Valentine's Day. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is all about my favorite holiday of the year, Valentine's Day. I love Valentine's Day so much because it's all about celebrating love. And to me, there's just nothing better. When Craig and I got married in 2009 in Cabo, I I um, hand rhinestoned, like I did Swarovski crystals, all on these letters that said, celebrate love. And I attached them myself to the arch where we walked in. We got married in Cabo on the beach. It was all very kind of beachy, but there was an arch where we walked in for the reception and where we walked out and did the fireworks. So my letters that said celebrate love were above the arch and I still have them in my little wedding box here. So I've always loved celebrating love. And I think of all the things there are to celebrate, I think it's the thing that we should be the most grateful for. Whether you feel like your heart is so full of love or if you feel like you are still wanting more love in certain areas of your life. Um, even if you're you know, not exactly where you want to be as far as having your love cup filled up, I think that this season is the perfect time to pause and just be grateful for the love that we do have, the love that we have for ourselves, the love that we want, all of it. So whatever age you're in whatever age or phase or stage of life you're in, I think that we can come up with some really fun ideas for you to celebrate with your people this year. When I was looking up different things, new ideas for my family to do this year, I was like, oh my gosh, everything online is so cheesy. Like these lists are so <laughs> cheesy. I want like real practical ideas, things that my husband's going to be like, oh, that was good. I want to create memorable moments. And I think for holidays like this, it doesn't have to be something super expensive or elaborate. It could just be like this little idea that is so perfectly you guys for this moment in time. And when I say you guys, I mean your romantic partner, your group of friends, your kids. And then we're also going to go through doing things for your kid's class, whether you're a room parent or just want to help celebrate in the classroom, different class party and class activity ideas. So celebrating with your people this really fun season of life, whether you make Valentine's Day a one-day thing, even though this year it's during the week, so that's a little tricky. But for me, it's the whole month. I decorate our house like I do. I mean, not as much, obviously, as Christmas or or Halloween, but I really – I try to put something in every room 
just because I love as long as we can really like, you know, have an amped up feeling of love all around us, there is no downside to that. So today's podcast is going to give you lots of ideas. I have over 40 ideas of fun things that you can do with the people you love on or around Valentine's Day or just during this Valentine's Day season. So we're breaking it down into four parts and I have like 10 plus ideas per part. So first is with your romantic partner. Second is with your group of friends. Next is with your kids. And last is if you're doing a class party or class activity ideas. So many ideas here. And my goal was to try to like get you thinking to plan ahead of time. And maybe you'll combine a couple of these or maybe you'll pick just one or maybe something I say gives you an idea to create your own idea. I just wanted to throw lots and lots of things at you. I spent quite a bit of time researching because I wanted to do it for my own family. I was like, I am not doing it last minute this year. I want to kind of have these these things. With my kids, um, my kids now are five, my little boy's five, and my girls are 10 and 12. Things have kind of changed with with how we celebrate holidays now that we're not all in little kid mode. I love printables and free downloads and different things that you can print. I've always made my own scavenger hunt since my kids were little. I like doing scavenger hunts. They like it. It's fun to run around. It gets everyone involved in laughing. Like no matter what, it's a fun time. So I've always done scavenger hunts that are kind of age appropriate as they grow. But now there's so many awesome blogs and websites and Pinterest where you don't even have to, it can just be so easy. I'll usually find a good um, scavenger hunt printable and then I'll modify it or I'll take out ones that don't apply or I'll add some. Very rarely do you have to start at the beginning with any of these ideas. You can just you know, start with a printable or a download or Sometimes I also need filler things, things to do maybe while the kids are, maybe maybe you decide for that you're staying in with the kids for Valentine's Day. And maybe you and your lover <laughs> are going to make a special dinner. And maybe you want something for the kids to do while you guys are making dinner. Maybe this is your plan. So like free download printables are the best. Like they have coloring sheets or word unscrambles, so many different types of things to keep them busy. And it doesn't cost anything. It's just advanced planning and thinking and laying out the day. How is this going to go? What am I, what time do I need to fill? Kind of like mapping it out like you would, like you would any event that you plan. For me, that's really been the best way that I, you know, because sometimes you can put a lot of effort into things and it just is a flop. It's just a fail. I've had that happen plenty of times. But usually I can avoid that when I kind of map out the timing and the expectation and and kind of think about each person and what they'll enjoy. So that's what this is about, your non-cheesy ideas, ideas that will be fun, that will feel exciting and not feel like a drag or lame for if you have preteens in your house like I do or if you have a husband who doesn't always love lots of activities. We've got ideas for everybody. All right, first up. Our whole group of romantic ideas for your Valentine's Day season. First, how about you pick an adventure like hiking or a hot air balloon, something you've never done before or somewhere you've never or or you've never gone. Make sure it sounds fun for both people. So maybe it's horseback riding or like I said, going hiking and getting to a top with a view that you've never seen before. Some sort of adventure that 
you have not done before that would be fun for both of you to do together. Next up, if you want to do a little getaway, how about 24 hours in a new city that both of you have never been? How fun to just do a little getaway. Maybe a, where you just drive to somewhere and stay in a town or a city that you've never been before. Eat new foods, try new restaurants, walk, get your 10,000 steps in, which by the way, I'm newly obsessed with. I physically will not go to sleep until I've hit 10,000 steps. It's the most fun game. But the whole point of saying that is I love walking now. So 24 hours in a new city that you've never been, get outside, get some fresh air, some vitamin D. Like what a fun adventure for the two of you. Next, find a new restaurant with a tasting menu for a special meal. Maybe there's wine or drink pairing or like a tequila tasting and then dinner. I just love a meal that's a full experience. Like a plated tasting menu just sounds so much fun. So maybe it's the Saturday night before Valentine's Day or actually on Valentine's Day. But, you know, like it's not just like dinner and go home. It's like a a longer tasting experience. Next, Set up a private dinner for two at home where you wouldn't usually, or ask a restaurant to do it for you. My favorite thing on a romantic vacation is, especially if it's a beach vacation, is to ask the hotel, even if it's not something they normally do, if they could set up a private table for two, usually like as close to the sand or the ocean as possible. And sometimes they have a full setup for this and and menu and other times they don't, they're not set up for it, but sometimes they will for you. So I love that on vacation. So I was thinking maybe I'll just set up a really cool private dinner in our backyard for the two of us, just like someone would at a nice hotel with like tons of candles and some wine and a charcuterie board and just like make it, make it feel like a special moment. When I'm thinking about ideas and trying to give you as many ideas as I can, I just keep thinking, what would make it memorable? Like you have dinner all the time at your house, but what about doing it somewhere? Or maybe if you're in an apartment, do it do it out on the balcony and just set up a ton of votives. Like go on Amazon, spend you know $30 on, on um, little votives or little tea lights. That'll be like way more than you need. And it's just different and memorable. It doesn't have to be this thing if it's not your thing to go out with the crowds and And in the chaos of Valentine's Day, I know a lot of people feel like Valentine's Day can be more gimmicky or just kind of, you know, a way for places to make more money and they feel like they want something more private. So I think doing something at home, just get creative and make a private dinner like a, like a nice hotel on the beach would. Next up, one day, one favorite thing you each like to do as a date, and it can be extremes. Like maybe you do a couple's massage and then a shooting range or tequila tasting and a yoga class, right? So take Valentine's Day and pick one favorite thing that you each like doing and do both of those things in one day. So fun, something you wouldn't normally do on a Tuesday. And it's like a little bit of you and a little bit of them and, you know, mixed together. It's just such such a different, cool, unique way to spend the day. Next, go to dinner. Decide one thing you each want to do this year, just the two of you, and book it that night. So maybe you've always wanted to see someone in concert. Okay, that's your one. But book it that night. Or maybe you've always wanted to see a Vegas, like a certain Vegas show. So you do an overnight to Vegas to see a show. Whatever it is, you each pick something within reason. Like I would pick go to the Maldives because that's like my ultimate 
my ultimate romantic travel destination I want to go to. My husband has no interest, so he says no every time I bring it up, plus it's a fortune, but not like that. Like something that you can actually book that day that's reasonable enough that like logistically and financially pick something that each of you really want to do this year. That's what I also love about Valentine's Day is that it's so early in the year. It just feels like it's still like a big fresh breath, a big breath of fresh air, right? It's the new year and the two of you together and prioritizing your relationship. What thing do you really want to do this year? Book it. Next, catch the somewhere, the sunset, somewhere cool that you wouldn't normally on Valentine's Day. Super cool, right? Like kind of reminds me of like, you know, when you're, you know, in high school or college and you are going on dates that are inexpensive and you're, you're I never did this, but I picture like sitting at the in the back of a pickup truck, um, just like talking and catch the sunset somewhere you wouldn't normally. So romantic. Next, at home, cup, uh, at home massages and dinner. So relaxing, so like, slow, take it down, relax, total decompressed night. Sounds so fun. Like massages and then dinner at home in a robe. And maybe you just like um, have dinner delivered, but maybe from it's like one of your favorite places. So nice. Next, make your room so romantic with tons of candles. You can even add roses. But honestly, just lighting and candles makes your room 100% different. If you are going for the ultimate romance moment, wink, wink. Um, I think putting a ton of candles. So you know when you walk in a room and it just looks so different than it normally does? That's what I'm picturing. So just picture whether you do tall candles. I just bought a big set of candles from a wedding website and it's like the glass part and the candle in it. And it's like thirty a set of 36 candles. I've been wanting this for like six months. Um, and finally I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make the investment and I have these candles all over the place now. So I would probably grab all those from around my house and just put them all in the room and light all the candles, get just a couple, like maybe from Costco, a couple bundles of roses and and throw them around. Your room will look so different and it will totally set the tone out of the normal, out of the routine, out of, you know, just like the normal way you interact into like, whoa, this is a new experience and it just makes it fun and so memorable. Okay, last idea with your romantic partner. I love the idea of tasting new foods together. Uh, What about having a treat taste off or a drink taste off or a candy taste off where you basically kind of like set up two different similar things and you both taste them and kind of rate them and see if you like similar things or not. I was going to do this in one of my kids' classes. I found a good printable that was kind of like, you know, which sour candy, which Valentine's candy. And I was like, this would be such a fun idea in a romantic way to do a taste off. And I think it's fun to see what you have similar opinion on and what you have different opinion on. And I just think eating and the experience of eating and tasting new things can can just be so such a fun thing to do with your romantic partner. So have a taste off is our last idea there. Okay. On to things to do with your girlfriends. I've done podcasts before on the importance of having a good group of friends, but especially a good group of girlfriends. I didn't always prioritize girlfriends in my life to be totally transparent as much as I should have, but man, I'm telling you in the last 10 years, 
I realized so much the value and how much support and love and just how important it is to have a good tribe, a good group, people that you can go to, people that, you know, are different in some ways and have different opinions and experiences and can support you and just bring so much love to your life. So I think celebrating love with your girlfriends is such a good thing to do, even if you have. Now, this is not like just a singles party thing where girlfriends get together, which I think is so fun too, and all these ideas still apply to that, where it's more like a singles party where people who are singles all get together and have their own galentines. Love that. But that this is not just that. I think it's so important to make your make your girlfriends understand that your relationship with them is just as important as your relationship with your husband and kids. Now, obviously we have to, you know, prioritize the health of our fi- of our immediate family and things like that, but just like in general, like just talking more in like a softer way, not like thinking about the, you know, totality of our lives and 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 put it, ranking everybody, but just realizing your your spouse and your kids are very important to you if you have them. But your girlfriends are so important too. Like it shouldn't be a tiered thing in my opinion. It's I need all of you guys to feel my my best, most alive, loved self. So I think in this Valentine season, even if you do have a lover in your life, doing something with your girlfriends to celebrate your love for each other is the best thing ever. First idea, a cooking class. So Sir Latob or William Sonoma has great ones or check locally. Sometimes the small shops, like kind of more mom and pop cooking places are the best. See what places have Valentine's Day themed cooking classes near you. Such a fun thing to do to get together. Next, do a white elephant gift exchange. I love, so it's kind of like a secret Santa, except it's a white elephant. So it's basically you set a dollar amount. And then everyone has to get something that they think anyone in the group would like and it's wrapped. So it could be for anybody. So it's logistically, it's way easier. You're not filling out a list of like, oh, I like I like this candy or these chocolates, but I don't like this and I have this allergy. It's more like you get something that you think could work for everyone. And then there's a whole variety of ways to do a white elephant gift exchange. Um, so many ideas you can look up online, but one really fun one is you all pick a number and then whoever picks number one picks out of the pile first and opens it. And then whoever gets number two can either pick from the pile or they can steal from a friend whoever opened the first gift for any gifts that are already opened. So basically you want the last number. Like if there's 10 girls, you want to be number 10 because then you get to see everything that's opened. And it's just fun and hilarious to steal from other people and see which gift is the most liked. And um, I love anything that gets people laughing and interacting, not, you know, not having any like anxiety or stress. It's just like, it's all fun. From the beginning, it's all fun. Whether you're having cocktails or not, these activities are just things that get everyone engaged and laughing and, and making memories. Next idea, have your group print a bunch of photos of you guys and bring frames and do a girls party to make frames or do the same thing with photo books. So you can get Ikea frames or Target frames, or if you're going to do more like scrapbooks, do get just like books with the, the little tape and the glue and bring stickers. And, you know, you could do a champagne and photo party. 
And I love something where you take something home that you guys all make together. So tell everyone, print a bunch of photos, a bunch of photos with the girls that are going to be at the party, but just any photos in general. And we're all going to make our own frames or collage frames or photo books. So fun. It's active. You're doing something, not just sitting and eating and drinking. And you walk away with something so cool that you put in your home and it reminds you of this day. Next. Oh, by the way, that one works for anything. You could do that with your kids. You could do that with your romantic partner. Uh, but I love it for, for a girlfriend party. Next, order matching heart jammies. So cute for pictures. It gets you excited for the party. And it just like makes it more real. Like, Find, you know, something cute for you to all wear together just makes you more excited looking forward to it and cuter photos for after. Next, take a class or bring an instructor to you. Something like hip hop or yoga or learn a new skill like pottery or a painting class. You could go somewhere or you can find an expert and have them come to you, to your to your girl party. Next, Learn to make a charcuterie board all together. So you could do a, have everyone bring supplies and have fun learning how to put them together. Now I've seen people bring in people to kind of show them, or you could honestly just play with it and have um, some inspiration photos, like maybe some Valentine inspiration photos. You could all watch a couple videos and then try it out yourself. I would do one big sweet board and one big savory board. Have people bring a bunch of stuff. So how fun is there's so many different varieties of things based on what people like. And then bonus, that's your meal too. Next, fill out self-love books about yourselves together. I love the little books you can get on Amazon or at the bookstore that you fill out for other people. But for this, I think the self-love books are so great too. Just kind of journal, journal books that asks you prompts and you fill it in about yourselves. Now you can always do these for other people, but I was really thinking about this like a self-love thing because I think that's just so important to find books that are self-love and we all kind of do them together. Next, make flower bouquets. I did this one year for Mother's Day, right when COVID started. So everything was shut down, everybody was at home. I ordered a ton of bulk flowers and I collected vases that I had. I used all vases that I had, some that I had in in a storage shed and ones that I had around. Um, And I had my mom and sister came over. It was just the five of us and the two of them. And everybody, because it was Mother's Day, so everyone did it. Everyone in our family made flower bouquets. So I had beautiful flowers all around the house for an entire week. It was fun to do. It was fun to see who was good at it and who sucked. So this is another one that's such a great idea to do with your family or with girlfriends. Everyone bring a bunch of flowers. You can grab inexpensive vases. Again, I love Ikea or you can even do the dollar store or you can get them online if you want to make it super convenient. And then, But it's cool if you do have everyone bring a couple because then it's like, everything's a little bit different. It's not all the same flowers. Some people will go to Trader Joe's. Some people will go to Costco, both my two favorite reasonable places for flowers, by the way. Next, decorate full-size cakes. So not cookie or cupcake decorating because we are adults. Get full-size frosted cakes. Like Susie Cakes makes delicious celebration cake and you can do a small, like a six-inch. So it's I don't mean like a sheet cake from Vaughn's, but I mean like a cake, like a full cake, like a six or an eight or a nine-inch full-size cake and 
order some things or pick up some things from a cake shop that are like little flowers and edible glitter and different things to actually decorate it or people could bring their own. So maybe um, one person organizes getting the cake and everyone Venmos for the amounts of the cakes, but then everyone bring your own decoration. So maybe someone's just going to bring something to make it a unicorn cake or a bumblebee, whatever it is. I think that decorating a full-size cake is such a fun thing to do in general and something that's really fun and hilarious to do as a group. Next, everyone bring something they love for each girl attending. So if you're doing a party with six girls, you would pick one item that you love and wrap six of them and everyone comes with a gift for each person. So you would go home with six gifts. Or I guess you would go home with five gifts because you wouldn't go home with your own. Set a price limit depending on how many girls are there to make it reasonable. So if you're doing a party with 20 girls, this is not a reasonable idea because, I mean, it would have to be like, you know, whatever, a $2 item for it to be a reasonable activity. But I just thought, how fun if you pick something reasonable, but it's like, what is something that you use? Or like I would bring my pink coffee mixer from Amazon, the little handheld one that's $10. So if I was doing a party with four girls, like four of my close girlfriends from college, that's exactly what I would do. So I've spent $40 and I'm giving them something I love and I use every day. You know, it's just kind of like spreading love for things that you love in your life. Again, that's another thing that could work for um, kids, like a like more of a preteen, kind of an older kid's um, party. If you want to throw a little party for maybe you have daughters that are kind of in that age where it's tricky because, you know, they're still kids, but a lot of, you know, little kid things they don't want to do anymore. So something like that could be really fun, like kind of like a little gift exchange, but you bring one item that you love for each person attending. Again, set the price limit depending on how many girls so that it's reasonable and it works and everyone's excited about it. Okay, next category, fun things to do with kids. Number one, scavenger hunt. Like I told you, I think it is so fun for the prize at the end. You can do something easy. It's more the process of doing it and how exciting that is, but you can do candy. You can set up their like a little Valentine basket. I always do Valentine baskets for my kids just with honestly kind of things I would buy them anyways. If they need new slippers or a gymnastics leotard, but I just tie it all up really cute, put in some candy and some little kind of, you know, Valentine's Day tchotchkes or little notepads. I try to do things that aren't just going to be junk around the house, but things that are usable or they kind of need it anyways. So you could do a basket at the end of the scavenger hunt, or you could just, or you could, if you want to give them a basket, you could just give them a basket first thing in the morning. And then at the end of the scavenger hunt is like a fun little stuffed animal. Super cute. Again, it's more of the memory and the activity and trying to figure it out. Next, a few days ahead of time, have everyone in the family write down something they would love to do that's an hour or less, and then dash to all of them on Valentine's Day or whatever day you're celebrating. So, I mean, this is kind of like a yes day, but very modified yes day because the idea of an actual yes day is terrifying. But I think that it's kind of like one thing that everyone likes that you do. So day ahead of time, you write, okay, maybe one person is like, I really want a certain donut place for breakfast. Okay, that's your one thing. So it's kind of like want to set parameters, but how fun. Maybe you're celebrating Valentine's Day on the weekend with your kids and then you're going out with your lover on actual Valentine's Day. So maybe on Saturday you say, okay, you guys, everyone write down one thing. It has to be reasonable, has to be less than an hour that you'd love to do tomorrow, and then we're going to do it. 
super fun. Or maybe you have everyone write two options and figure out logistically which work, what works. That way it's all smooth. Next, create a jar that everyone puts things in to do over the next few weeks, like loving things, things that in some way show love. Maybe it's um, doing some volunteer something or baking cookies for a shelter or doing something really special for grandma, some things that are fun and also things that are loving and for others, I think is a really good way to keep your kids thinking about other people and people who are less fortunate and volunteering all, all year round, not just during the holidays. Next, game night with prizes. I love a game night and I think that I wasn't going to include this because I was like, eh, that's kind of like typical on every list, but I wanted to include it because a game night can be such good connection and so many laughs and so many memories. But I think if you do prizes, and again, it doesn't have to be expensive, I think it just makes it even more exciting and competitive. So game night with prizes. The next one I never thought I would say ever, but lately my family has done, and my, when I say my family, I mean everybody but Craig, has done puzzles. And it's so fun. I can't even believe it. Like I always kind of thought puzzles were cheesy and just time consuming. But it like, I feel like it keeps your mind sharp. We get out these puzzles and me and the kids, and sometimes they'll kind of walk away and get a snack and they come back. But I have great conversations with the kids and it's fun to figure it out, especially with the hard ones. We get so excited when we end a corner. So I think a family Valentine's puzzle is something mellow that is so fun. And if you've never done a puzzle, try it out. Your crew could really like it. Next, baking together or cookie decorating, depending on the age of your kids. It's always a fun activity at any holiday. But mini cupcakes, whether you buy them from a bakery or make them yourselves or you can bake together. There's so many fun little heart baking molds and cookie cutters that you can do that I think baking and decorating is just so fun. Next, make a family love scrapbook. So kind of like I was talking about with your girlfriends, get a huge scrapbook, print lots of photos through the years, and everyone works on it together. I try to make it, my family is kind of like I gotta be, I have to be kind of careful that it's things that are like fun and doesn't feel like a chore for them. But I would kind of lay it out so it's pretty fast for my crew. I wouldn't make this a three-hour thing. I would kind of have things like somewhat set up and kind of borders cut and things to where as a family, we'd all work on it for let's say one hour max and then we'd go on to games or dinner or something else. But know your crowd, but I think, I mean, to have a family love scrapbook that everyone writes little notes in and glues different pictures. And also on this day that we're celebrating love and our love for each other, how cool that we're looking through old photos and kind of going back through old memories. Love, love, love it. Next, everyone make a loved themed dish for dinner or dessert. Vote and winners pick prizes. So maybe you have the one that looks the prettiest gets one certain prize, and the one that's the tastiest gets the other, the best savory, the best sweet. I think depending on the age of your kids, having everyone make some sort of loved themed dish for dinner or dessert is such a fun idea. Next, take a Valentine's themed cooking class family style. We've done this at Sur La Taube, and it's super fun, super, super fun. So I know that was one on one of the other lists, but I wanted to mention it here too because there are some that 
could be usually it's five and up just because they want to make sure it's safe. Um, but there's so many different ones. But look ahead of time because um, they can sell out fast, especially since kind of like the Valentine window is such a small window. Next, hire a tep-on chef to come to your house. If you want to do kind of like a bigger scale Valentine's, super fun, especially when they put the rice in the shape of a heart and kind of like beat the heart and you could tell them we're doing this Valentine theme, whatever you can do to make this all about love and red. Sometimes they have lights or they have entertainment that is kind of part of the package. I just think a tep-on chef at the home is something that is pricey, but so memorable so special. And I think that if you insert the whole love, heart, red element to it, it makes it very Valentine'sy. Okay. Our last section, class party and activity ideas. So whether you are a room parent or you just want to do something fun for one of your kids' classes, here are some creative ideas for you. One thing I want to say off the start, sometimes when I haven't been, when my girls were at the same school, I could only be room parent for one or the other at a time. They wouldn't let you be both. And sometimes I would have an idea that was more age appropriate, even though they're only a grade apart. But a lot of times you can throw a little event. It doesn't have to be the party. Like I would just ask the teacher, hey, I have this idea. Do you have 30 minutes that and listen, a lot of times the teachers are thrilled. You bring in your own supplies and they I'm like, do you have a 30 minute window that you don't have anything blocked? I I will bring in everything. We're gonna do this, this, and this, and the kids are gonna leave with a gift with, you know, like a little homemade something for their parents, or they're gonna leave with a really sweet Valentine card for their parents to take home. The teachers are like, Yes, totally. No, no sweat off my back. You come on in and do it. So just to say that if for some reason you are not the room parent, but you want to do something special, take one of these ideas and just present it to them. Say, hey, I'd love to come in and do this. Do you have 30 minutes in the next two weeks? Okay, here are our ideas. One, white elephant gift exchange. So like we talked about with your girlfriends, I love this as like you sit in a big circle and all the gifts are in the middle. So there's some big and there's some little. Sometimes I've seen this at schools done like outside, out on the field. So you can like really get space and there's music and you pull numbers, same thing, pull numbers. Whoever gets the one picks the first gift and opens it and you keep going around. I just think it's something that's so fun. Sometimes people get board games or they'll get like a giant squishy or a slime kit. It's hilarious. Everyone walks away with the prize. And I think that it's it's a good activity for a wide range of ages. Next, have a Valentine's Day card craft setup. So picture one long table with stickers and markers and kind of pre-folded cardstock, or you can just buy cards already and some envelopes. Probably easiest just to get at Target or a place like that. Um, Valentine's or even just assorted colors of blank cards with matching envelopes. That way it all matches up. And just set up a craft setup and do as part of their Valentine's party so they can make a card for anyone. They can make it for their teacher. They can make it for one of their parents or a sibling or a friend. I just think it's really sweet to have an an opportunity for kids to have all the supplies to write a love note to someone that they love or appreciate. Next, cookie decorating, cupcake decorating, or strawberry shortcake making. In every class party, there has to be some sort of treat. And I love I love mini cupcakes because I think a big cupcake for most ages is just too much. 
or cookie de- cookie decorating is always fun. For Valentine's Day, I usually will do strawberry shortcake making where everyone gets their own individual little strawberry, I mean their own little shortcake cup and they put whipped cream or you could do like a cool whip and they put all their strawberries and then you could even put some little heart-shaped sprinkles because whatever you choose, I love it when it's like an activity and a treat, you know? So if you're doing cookie decorating, get the cute little cute little um, frostings and the cute little sprinkles. So it's an activity and bonus, it's also their treat. Next, make boxes for the Valentine's gift exchange. I've gotten really reasonable boxes at Michael's for like a dollar each or $2 each. So I just bought them for the whole class. But you could have everyone bring in a shoebox. So tell them ahead of time, hey, we need you to bring a shoebox in. And then you just bring in supplies for them to decorate. Or you can even say, bring in a shoebox and bring a bunch of Valentine stickers. But I think it's super fun for the kids to put their own names on and fully design their own Valentine's boxes that um, they use when they go around and put Valentine's in each, in each on each other's desk. They can put it in the box that they made. Next, Valentine's bingo. So much fun. There are so many printable templates online that you can do. It's a great like whole class activity. And you can pick ones that are for different ages. There's preschool ones and there's, you know, ones that are more appropriate for like a middle school type thing. Super fun. You could do prizes. You could do like little bags of candy. Again, it does not have to be elaborate and it doesn't have to be expensive. You could literally print out the bingo, make them, you know, do little, you can even do little um, conversation hearts for the for the things. Tell them not to eat them because their fingers will probably be all over them. Um, and then do some simple prizes, little bags of candy or little treats for the winners. Or maybe you do like, I mean, depending on how you feel about everyone gets a prize, but sometimes for holiday things, it's fun to do like, okay, everybody's going to get this little thing, but the, you know, the first two winners of bingo get this bigger candy pack. That way everyone leaves with a special something. Next, take pictures of the kids and then buy frames at either Target or Ikea, just like inexpensive pink or red frames. Put the pictures inside and let the kids decorate with puffy heart stickers, Valentine stickers. It's the best gift ever for them to take home. I've done this for lots of different holidays. I've done it for um, Christmas, but for Valentine's Day, it's just so fun because you, you know, just go in, take pictures of all the kids a week ahead of time, get actual prints printed, put them in the frame. So when you go to school, you don't have lots of, you're not, you know, stressed about doing it there and on a time crunch. So everyone, every kid is handed a red frame with their four by seven, four, I mean, four by six print inside, and then get like those 3D um, stickers are not just like the normal kind of flat stickers, but like a little bit like elevated stickers. And then they can decorate the entire frame. They can keep it. They can give it as a Valentine's gift. And it's something that's so cute to keep through the years. It's, you know, it's a moment in time. It's them at school this year on Valentine's Day. And then especially if you have like good supplies and ha- give them help, it'll really turn out well and something that they keep. Next, Make a punch board with prizes inside. I love making punch boards. I've done them a bunch of different ways. You can even buy some online to make it easier, kind of like cardboard ones. I've never seen Valentine's punch boards, but they could exist. Or you can do things more elaborate. For a party one year, I wanted lots of them, so I got inexpensive shoe racks where you do it with individual shoe holes. There's tutorials online. And then you cover it with tissue paper because I needed a bigger space. And then they pick it, they punch through, 
and then they get whatever's inside. So again, it could be things from target dollar section or or oriental trading. It's more the fun of it. Like if you're going to set up a class party and there's a couple different activities, one really fun activity is everyone gets one punch or two punches in the board and then they get to they get to keep whatever's inside. Next, musical hearts instead of musical chairs. So you cut out big hearts in all different colors and put them on the floor, tape them down so nobody slides or slips around. But instead of musical chairs, it's musical hearts. So same thing as musical chairs, you go around until the music stops. And then the person who's left last is the winner of musical hearts. I've seen it done and it's just, it's just fun. It's entertaining. It's active. It gets everyone laughing. Next, printables. I told you I'm obsessed with printables and all the different ways you can do printables, like word searches or quizzes. Um, Pinterest just has endless options. For my girls and their ages right now, I'm doing like word scrambles. So they'll have to find the, like unscramble the words, just like little fun things to do. Um, Also, target dollar section can be a great start to an idea. Sometimes if I'm not sure what I want to do, I'll just kind of cruise around there and see like, oh, these are really cool, like little tiny mailboxes. Okay. And sometimes they might be too expensive to do for the entire class. So sometimes that, and I'll I'll see something like that and I'll be like, well, I'm just going to get three for my kids because it would be too much to buy 20 of them. But you'd be surprised. Sometimes you can get a pack of, of six of something in the dollar section and then that's a great start to an idea. But I like I'm telling you, there are so many things that are free online. You can create a whole fun party with printables. Like I said, word searches and bingo and things that, depending on the ages of your kids, they're fun and keeps everyone busy. And it's just a memorable night. The whole goal is to make it to where this day or this weekend or whenever you're celebrating is just memorable and different from your normal routine. Last idea somehow show love for your teachers. So maybe have the kids make little love notes. Maybe you have them make love notes at home and bring them, tell the tell the parents, hey, throw them in an envelope, like a sealed envelope. And then maybe you put together these books and the kids can give it to them on Valentine's Day, these little love books. I love this because a lot of times we think of doing this at the end of the year. We do like an end of the year thank you book for the teachers. But I feel like by the end of the year, they're cleaning out their classrooms. They're getting ready for the, you know, most of them the summer off. And and I just feel like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as memorable, but to like feel loved exactly halfway through the year and feel loved and appreciated for the people who, who we, you know, who we appreciate so much. I love doing things for teachers. I think that they obviously do so much and they're there during the meltdowns and the hard days and when it's pouring outside and all the kids are off or whatever they they are just such heroes and I love showing love for teachers and I think there's so many ways to do it like this make little love notes or you can ask the teachers hey for the first 10 minutes of the class party would you guys mind stepping out us room parents are going to take care of this and you could just do the little love notes if you don't want to do all the correspondence with the teachers back and, with the parents back and forth and make sure you get them all you could just say hey we just need 10 or 15 minutes without you guys and have help all the kids make love notes and put them together in books to give on Valentine's Day for the teachers. I think that's just something so special. Give them a little prompt. What do you love the most about each teacher? And they could just write something simple and put stickers on it. I just think it goes a long way. And like, how great for a teacher to leave school on Valentine's Day just feeling so loved and appreciated. Oh my gosh. 
45-minute episode on Valentine's Day, you guys. Can you tell how much I love it and how I think all these little ideas will make it so fun? I want you to have the best Valentine's Day ever. Please ping me. Show me pictures of the things that you end up doing, especially if you got inspiration or ideas from this podcast. I hope I gave you so, so many fun, different ideas to get out of your routine, non-cheesy options to make it memorable and special and celebrate love in the most awesome way with you and the people you love. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have the most awesome Valentine's Day with the people you love. Thank you so much for listening. I love you and I am so grateful for you and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.